Hello there, hello there, dear listeners. Uh, welcome back, and a pleasure to have you here again. We're taking a brief little hiatus from our usual adventures and instead filling it with a little bit of uh, extra fun stuff and a little bit of extra lore. Today's transmission is going to be a primer for you folks on the city that the party is about to find themselves in, uh, something so that you can feel a little more grounded in it and maybe drum up a little bit of interest for you as well. So thank you very much for joining us again, for tuning in to listen, and uh, sit back and enjoy the following. This is, uh, because I'm a bit of a lore nerd, this is an excerpt from an in-universe travel guide that I have written up portions of. So the following is an excerpt from Amkaric, Sand, Sea, and Secrets, an exploration of the Dwarven port city by Sir Richard Egmond Perenni III, Esquire, OHAHS, KRO. Amkaric is a singular example of that most rare of phenomena, a Dwarven surface city. Now... Let it first be noted that the portrayals of dwarves as oafish louts who make their homes in dirty holes in the ground is nothing more than propaganda spread by the uneducated, the uncouth, and the inexperienced who have never, not once in their lives, spent even one sparse minute in a dwarven hall, nor the same amount of time with a dwarf. However, there is a documented propensity of dwarves to form their homes and build their cities, grand, strong, and often ostentatious, underground. Yet, when one visits the city of Amkaric, one is struck at first to wonder why. Why there are not more dwarven cities above ground. Situated at the southern edge of the Scarlands and the sandy, stone-studded deserts they denote, with a port that opens through the Gulf of Krell to the ocean, and along the Old Kingdom Road of the derelict ancient dwarven kingdom, there is plenty just outside the borders of the city to interest and fascinate any who have an interest in the natural world's wonders. Or, in the case of the bizarre and hotly contested monoliths of the Scarlands, rather, those of the decidedly unnatural world. The city itself is quite a stunning sight, especially approached from the sea. From that first glimpse of the Great Wheel of Gerson Batic, the source of power of a whole city and the conglomeration of clans, which controls it and lends it its name. And the awe and wonder both continue and even grow upon embarking into the city proper. And any visitor might find themselves curious as to why many visit, but so relatively few settle in the halls of Amkaric. Powerfully built structures stand as testament to the dwarves who carved them, huge facets of stone inworked with filigree, carving, and etchings of dwarvish design, perhaps less curvaceous and inspired of nature's organics than those of the elves, but no less delicate or impressive in their own way. Where elven work might call to mind trees and flowers, that of the dwarves instills thoughts of crystalline growth, the fractious shapes of stone, the hard edge of metal. There's much more than beauty to the city as well, given the length and breadth of its history. The museums of Amkaric have exhibits stretching back as far as the Dwarven Elven War, through early struggles with the author's own birthplace of the Haramian Kingdom some centuries ago, and right up to the modern day. The objective truth of these exhibits can hardly be known, and is somewhat beyond the point anyway. A story told, be it true or false, might relate much about the teller something which the author humbly suggests all readers should keep in mind when thinking of museums or history texts, as well as to note carefully what relation the creator of said same might have had with the history in question. But the author digresses. 
Delving metaphorically deep into the city's beautifully preserved past, any lover of history is sure to wonder why more colleges do not book passage to the city for their students, or entreat the lower keepers of Amkaric to bring the history to them. Entertainments abound as well, from music to performances of a great many sorts, to sporting events both for watching alone and for participation. Music halls, dancing parlors, taverns, and feast halls with tables piled high where one can see definite hints of where the fabled dwarven hardiness comes from. Arenas both grand and minute, libraries, galleries of art both ancient and modern in a dozen styles. For those seeking activities to bring beads to their brow or those wishing for tranquil moments, what the dwarves there refer to as stoke or quench activities, the city can easily provide. The author humbly suggests, particularly, seeking out any person specializing in plants. Dwarves have an impressive and impressively unknown history with the same. Any person seeking any revelry or relaxation would be well within their rights to question why there are not more traveling troops out of Amkaric, not more displays of their art worldwide. Truly, it seems as a city which has everything to offer, and the dwarves there seem as happy as any anywhere to welcome visitors into their fold, given that they observe an important restriction. None are permitted below ground. Visitors inquiring about catacombs or vaults, inspired perhaps by tales or travels to other subterranean cities such as Aram Kamas or Wurkatinzi, will find themselves at first jovially rebuffed, laughed off for such a frivolous inquiry. Further questions might be met with confusion, or shrugs and statements of the banal and uninteresting goings-on of Amkaric's subterranean sections, but those who pry further, and try harder, fervently focused on gaining access to the city's underside, will find themselves met with staunch refusal, subtle intimidation, and stonewalling guardsmiths. Therein, perhaps, lies the biggest tell as to what is the true answer of Amkaric to all of those questions. The surface city seems entirely pleasant, the inhabitants seem entirely welcoming. And perhaps that is true, to an extent, and in a manner, but in some matters, and in some sense, there is clearly somewhat more than what there seems. An excerpt from Amkaric, Sand, Sea, and Secrets, an exploration of the Dwarven Port City. So thank you folks for tuning in and listening to that. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope it gave you a little bit of a briefing on the area the party's going to find themselves in. I hope it uh, gave you a little bit of interest in the same. And hopefully as they move forward, you'll feel a little bit more at home, a little bit less out of your element. Uh, I suspect that's something that we could probably all use in this uh, decidedly out-of-the-element year. So until next time, uh, when we'll be getting back together again, uh, I wish you all the best of luck and the best of times, at least the best of times that are possible. Uh, have fun, stay safe, and talk to you next time.